you know, and that's all relative. Yeah. You know, um, because it's all lost. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's so, right. It's in the past, then, so, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but um, okay. Um, well, I, I'm about here. I go. I'm. I'm. A, I'm gonna go ahead and hit the podcast. I'm gonna go ahead and hit start. We're starting a little bit. I'm just gonna do a quick little intro, and I'll just say today I am. Um, I'm. Jo- I am joined by, and you can just go ahead and introduce yourself how you would like me to, you know, say your name or you know however you want to introduce yourself. But I'm gonna do a quick thing. Hey, hey, everybody. Hang on one second. Yes. Hey, hey, everybody. What's up? This is Pops with the Power with Pops coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Uh, welcome to the show. Today, I am being joined by someone that I'm very excited to talk to and uh, talk about some uh, fun art stuff with, hopefully talk about the artistry of music, uh, what drives him as an artist, the changes and all that stuff and kind of the effect that he you know that they uh him and his bands that he and his projects that he's had has had an effect on those around him uh over the years so uh today uh i again i am luckily joined by oh is he still there i think he's doing something real quick yeah i'm still here oh, okay, I'm there's still that. here yeah christopher gordon dowd how you doing sir I'm good. How are you? Oh, well, thank you. Welcome to A Power with Pops. I appreciate you joining me. I know I've been a, a huge uh, kind of, I'm very, uh, I've, been, like, I've been doing this for five years. It's been DIY all the way. Uh, I've kind of just spent my time going out. I mean, I spent a lot of years as a roadie and playing music myself. And uh, I was in the independent music scene uh, for a bit. I did roadie for a band and toured with them and did that kind of stuff and played in a bunch of bands and and so like I I kind of uh I've been trying to you know just kind of I didn't want to like do it and try to use my friends because like like well, I have friends that are in other bands that are in bigger bands that I could like hey can you you know talk to this person for me I kind of just wanted to reach out like a real person and that's the kind of point of my show is to show people that you know musicians artists all of us, no matter really what level you're at and whatever, you know, we all kind of share the same things. We all probably have shared the same kind of uh, trials and tribulations as artists. And I'd li- I, and that's what I like to share with the people that listen. And, uh, and, yeah, nothing excludes us from life. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Uh, so, so just to get, just kind of, just to kind of, a quick start from the beginning, what, um, when was your first, when did you first know, I'm guessing probably as probably a young child, maybe early teens, when, when did you know that you wanted to be a musician and, and music was what you wanted to do? I would have to say like as a, like a little, little kid and um, just you know, like four or five years old. Okay. I remember my grandfather playing like James Brown. Okay. And hearing that and dancing, like I'm talking about a little four or five year old kid. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, dancing with James Brown and <laughs> my dad would play um that Donny Hathaway live record and they would it would go into the ghetto and he would play that song over and over oh, again. Wow. Okay. Or I just remember that and then 
you know, I used to have dreams as a little kid about having guitars and waking up with like pianos everywhere and, you know, oh, wow. just having sort of vivid imagination and. So it sounds like it was something yeah. that's technically ingrained in you. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like it in was your just DNA. I, I, I was, I wanted from a very young age. Wow. Well, so you're, so, so. Uh, by you saying that, I'm guessing you did grow up in kind of a musical home. Everyone, you like you said, you all listen to music. Where, where did other people? I think other, they, other people they listen to music. Yeah. Every, um, did they family. all play music instruments as well, or? I think you know my um my um my um grandparents and and my parents definitely had a lot of music around. Yeah. They have such a, a, a wide array of um, stuff that they listen to. Yeah, right, right. Is from you, you know, yeah. from Miles to you know, I oh. think my grandfather's favorite singer was Dinah Washington. Oh wow! You know, that's 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 kind of some stuff. That's stuff my grandparents listen to. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, right. huh? yeah. So you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which were amazing. You know, my my uncle was, um, you know, he fought in Vietnam and he, um, right on. You know, he played me Hendrix. Oh, shoot. The first time I heard Hendrix. And what that, can I, let me ask you, what did that do for you the first time you heard Hendrix? I honestly, you know, uh, uh, music things are, I, Hendrix taught me that some music is to be absorbed and not listened to. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That was just, that was just, um, that was full absorption. Yeah, definitely. It was more of like you know, a, a spiritual. And, 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 you know, the thing about Hendrix is you don't, you know, if you're like a kid like me who grew up in the hood and you've just been listening to Parliament Funkadelic your whole life. Right. You get Hendrix, but you don't get Hendrix. Right. No, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hang on one second. It's definitely. <laughs> He's from Fishbone, by the way. I was this Christopher Gordon down from Fishbone. We just got caught in the conversation. I want to start to get going. He's probably on another phone call right now. It's been forever. It's been two years in the making, so we'll I'm just excited that we get a chance to talk, so I'm gonna drink a little water while I'm waiting. Get my whistle. Be professional, not too nervous. Yes, yes. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Still there? Um, oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, shit, I left my jacket. Oh, that's... <laughs> hey, sorry, I'm, I'm running around here. Oh, you're good. 
This is real. This is why I like my show. I like it real. <laughs> to show people that people have real lives and they do real shit, you know, like. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's about to be some super real shit. <laughs> yeah, right there. Hello. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, I left my headphones. All right, you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. I'm good. All right. Yeah, I was just explaining while you were gone. I was just saying that uh, one of the bands that you um, that I know you from is Fishbone, and then I was going to let you kind of, you know, when we get there or whatever, if you wanted to explain the other projects that you have done besides Fishbone, because I know you've done other things and kind of give people some information on that if you wanted to as well, along with the, because I'm going to, we'll probably jump around a little bit. I, I got a little bit of ADD, so sometimes my mind might jump from one question to another a little bit, so. That makes, that makes two of us. <laughs> so, 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 so you probably got to be more specific what you want to talk about. Okay, um, but what, what's, um. I mean, you know, we established Fishbone when I was. Yeah, how old, we when, when, when did you, when did that all occur, when did that first start for you guys? Hello? Yeah. Hey, sorry. They're, um, they're, they're, um, they're, they're cleaning my car, so if it turns off and on, you know how you got the Bluetooth and it's hooked up there? Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. damn thing in your life. You got it. No, no, totally. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. Um, I, was, uh, I was saying, like, how did the, yeah, how did the fish, how did the whole fishbone thing materialize? You know, we were just like some kids, um, who grew up listening to like Bootsy and just all discovered music together. Right. And it's just one of those kind of things that, like like any band, it, 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 it's chemistry. And it just kind of happens in real, right. real time. You know what I mean? Well, and, it's uh, usually, not, if it's the right group of people, I've noticed this. I've been lucky enough two times to play with two separate groups of people that were the bands that I like enjoyed the most and it seemed to be the ones that were like it just kind of naturally just happened on its own without any forcefulness behind it I guess you would say mm-hmm. you know that's like exactly was, that's like, exactly the universe the is like the universe is like here you go oh, you, yeah. you, you people get together and do this <laughs> yeah you'll see what happens yeah yeah so, and, and it's like that man so what did so what made you decide to as a band because I I I I'm sure you, besides listening to, uh, maybe I'm sure a lot of the same things, you all also have different variations of taste that vary. And, uh... Oh, yeah, like like anything, and then, then, you know... But the commonality was Parliament Funkadelic. Okay. And so is that what you intended to start out as a... When you first started out as a band, did you want to be just a funk band, or were you just... Was it just... No, I I think we were just like... What we realized is that creatively we wanted to have an original form. Right, exactly. And like, you may love Parliament Funkadelic, and you may look at like Prince and all that kind of stuff. Right. And be like, that's the bomb. Right. But I don't want to be that shit. Right, right. <laughs> no, right, right, so, straight. And so then, after the Parliament thing happened, and then simultaneously, 
the um, the punk and you know the ska things are just something. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, I was listening to Prince in high school, and my mom would be like, "Check out this weird album my God!" Would be like Grace Jones. Yeah, you know? oh yeah, I got some Grace Jones records. And I remember my mom bought me three records. <laughs> um, she bought me Damn the Torpedoes. Oh, wow. By Tom Petty. Yeah. She bought me Grace Jones. Um, um, pulling Up to the Bumper. That's an interesting mix. And then The Stones, oh, wow. uh, Some Girls. Did you, you know? get into rock that much growing up? Well, in the beginning, like, like you know, because, like, again, because, like, African-American kids, yeah. so you're attracted to what is alive and rhythm. Right. So rock was a bit too heady. Right, exactly. In certain, in certain ways. Yeah. I'm going to say something like, um, you know, you're not, like, saying that what's going on wasn't, like, a heady record. Right. But it's just you didn't. Or like like I said, Donny Hathaway was like you know, yeah, the ghetto and that kind of stuff. Those okay. were all heavy, but they were cultural things right. and sort of like people, music based around people crying out for a certain type of musical change. Yes. Which again is that, but it wasn't like a creative kind of heavy. I'd say like a Zeppelin album, or, right, right, know, like physical graffiti or something like that. But Parliament was like that. But then it, again, it it it, it, it devoted itself more to like the fantasy thing. Yeah. So I would say like the, the music that I started to listen to, the punk stuff, started to speak to me in a way politically. Because you know, I, you know, I, the first time I heard Nevermind the Bullets, I just didn't get it. Yeah. How about the first time you heard? Uh, just... How about what did you think about Bad Brains? The first time you heard Bad Brains? Well, yeah, first time I heard them. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, right. <laughs> it was like somebody. It was like somebody dropped a, uh, you know, an atomic bomb. An, an, an amble <laughs> on my brain. First time I heard Bad Brains, I was like, one, I want to meet these guys really bad. You know, mm-hmm. just because whatever that force of nature created that art seemed to be so easily digestible by me like i loved it like i just because i mean still just thinking about a bat like listening to a bad brain song i get the goosebumps mm-hmm. on the back of my neck still yeah man you know what i mean like it, it has that energy so, to it just, they were just so just like a lot like that at the head of our head of our time yeah exactly you know yeah you guys were See, that's there's one thing there. That's another thing. Sorry, the lyrics. Can I talk to you? Mm-hmm. You guys write some of the smartest lyrics. Even if the songs like some of your songs are like, if it's a ska influence type song, if it's a little funkier, if it's a little bit more electronic, you guys still somehow are able to put in a, a, a kind of. A, a positive uh, look forward. Um, yes, there are bad days, but try to make the best of it day. And and like, and no matter what record you guys have put out, you've always kind of had the same message in it. 
Where did you guys get this message from? Where, where what, what are, because it's positive to me and it, and it influences me. And like, like, like say, give, give a monkey a brain and he could swear he could rule the world or whatever that album. Yeah. That, that, I'm sorry. I just lost my train of thought and I was trying to think of it right in the middle of it. Um, hey, you didn't say anything I haven't said. I know. Um, I'm going to just pick one song off of that album that I think, uh, to me, anytime I introduce a young person, like a young punk kid nowadays to you guys, I play Servitude off of that album. Because I think the for that... that that is one of the most truthful songs that I've ever heard. Like you guys put the, you kind of, it was like what comedians do with, you guys do what you call what comedians do. You take a mirror and you put the mirror up against to society and you show us how ugly we are. Not in a, not in a, not in a, not in a way of like, haha, you're ugly, but these are things that are ugly about humans. And these are things that we should change. Kind of breaking up a little bit on me right now. Am, am I sorry about that? No, that's all right. I was just letting you know. <laughs> just in case you couldn't hear me. But uh, but no, yeah, you guys, like, we're. I guess maybe that's how bands like you guys come up together. Is that that energy is all in all of you, and it's there, and that's what pulled you to. It's almost like a, making a star. You know, like the sun or something. Yeah, or it's planet. Like the same level. Yeah. Uh, some type of art, definitely. How? And, how? And, and, and we are so we are so alike in a lot of ways. Yeah. But you know, I don't think you can quantify what Angelo is. <laughs> you know, if you figure it out, you will let me know. I I have a fr- I have a friend actually who reminds me a lot like him who is this almost the same type of personality. <laughs> it's, it's yeah yeah it's it's he's very funny, <laughs> but uh. And, yeah, Angelo. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and unfortunately he's like Aguiati's son. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like you know tragic. Uh, <laughs> Italian opera. I know it's very, it's very funny. So, it is though. People, people don't realize how and how um, <laughs> much Angelo is for the fact. Yeah. Respectfully. Yeah. It's um, like you guys, you guys are such a force of nature, and I try to explain every time I met, like I said, I mention you guys to young people, and I'm like, "Have you ever heard of this band before?" They're like, "No," and I'm like, "I mean, they're usually like 21, 22 year." 23 year old kids and I'm like listen to this shit I was like you guys have to listen I was like you're gonna you're gonna open a door up to something else I was like because everything I mean and it's 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 not to be ageist and it kind of sounds ageist but it seems a lot of the music nowadays is just kind of recycled stuff from the 80s and 90s like we've kind of almost hit this wall 
where a lot of bands don't seem to try to fare out and try something new or different or try to be more creative. It kind of, uh, kind of, a lot of it is uh, recyclical. It almost seems. Well, look at like that. You're accosted by so much different music creators, right? Right. And it's, it's, it's a lot to um, it's a lot to um, uh, way to. Hold on one second. No, go and ahead. We'll go ahead. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Well, right there, we're going to take a quick moment for a commercial break. <laughs> Today, this show is brought to you by Chibi and Barry and Tater. Uh, they are my three producers today. Back on track. Hey, you there? Yo, yeah. You there? Hey, sorry about that. Oh, you're good. That was the only we could have Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. We're, um, we're writing a record right now. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. Wow. When's it? Oh, wow. How long, is the, how long have you been in the process so far? I'd say okay. probably an hour after I rejoined the band. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Tell me how 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 difficult is it because there's so many members in the band. How hard is it to write songs when there's so many people with the ability to write songs? And and try to like like I, I could you there must be lots of conversations and and stuff like that to because like I'm sure everybody probably comes to the table with so much material. So it takes, I'm sure, so it takes a lot of patience and time, and it's just one of those type of things where you... Yeah, Yes. Okay, so 
somebody else was asking me what's it like. I was like, okay. It's like when the Lakers had um, Charles Barkley, Gary Payton, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant. Oh, wow. Um, five wrestler, five I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Everybody was so good. Yep. That they could never find a rhythm. Right. Right? <laughs> and everybody thought, oh, they're going to kill us. But <laughs> right. the one that won, the, the one that won was the one that played like the king. Yep. You know, there were some guys that could do this, and, you know, they always going to be like, uh, um, uh, a team to have stars. Mm-hmm. But when you put those guys together on the court, you know, you got the you, you got the lake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's what it's like with us. It's like a bunch of guys in the town. There's like this amazing team. You say you guys are working on a new record. So, how many records total will that make that you guys have put out? They put out all together. They put out two, I think, about. Okay. Maybe three. Okay. Keep on losing you. Yeah, I'm. 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 These guys finished my car. I'm just. Oh, are they? Car. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> I was just. I was just didn't know if, if you could hear me still. <laughs> oh, you got. Oh, you, you brought it to the car wash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to bring my new car wash. Jesus. But uh. So how long, have you lived your whole life in California? I think I got turned off. <laughs> this is funny. I'm here, man. Hold oh. on one second. Okay, there you are. Benito. Yes, yes. Hold on one second. You got it.
life happening. Yes, yes. Hey, here I am. All right, there you are. In the hey, case. sorry about that. Oh, we're good, we're good. Technology, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so just to do a quick... So where were we? I'm just going to do a quick recap. We we had, uh, we had were, we were talking about how we'd gone through uh, uh, talking about you growing up with music and what you started listening to and how you and the band got together and we, we discussed mm-hmm. on how we uh, kind of noticed it. it's kind of one of those universal things like when those energies are pulled together when it's meant to be right. Um, as well as uh, you said you got a new album coming out that you guys are working on. We got to talk about what it was like to have all of you guys with so much talent working together and how hard how hard it was to come to the table with that kind of uh, that kind of that much work together and everything and trying to make it yeah. the process and working it out. Right. And it, and it isn't hard in a bad way. It's exactly. Just, it's just, you know, you know, nobody can, you know, it's just be very critical and honest and you have to be diplomatic and exactly. you have to listen and it's just, it's a whole, it's a pro, it's such a creative process when you, when you're trying to keep a group of creative people that can be artists on their own right no for sure so have you have you always lived in california is, is that where your uh, family are from originally or my family's from arkansas oh wow okay wow mm-hmm. okay so, so uh, i spent uh I spent, I spent my summers in the south okay what part of what part of arkansas southeast southeast okay would that be near like hot springs or anything like that um, it'd be the Delta. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Okay, wow. Like, it's like, like 50 miles from Jackson. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So that's some, that's some real country right two, there. Two hours, two hours, uh, two hours, um, two hours north of Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh, wow. That's some real. 50 miles from Jackson. So your grand, so your family's that grew up so a large majority uh, southern I take it and they moved what what when did you all make it out to California? Um, I think they came here in the late fifties. Okay. Okay, and uh, and it wasn't it was actually Las Vegas, and then my aunt came to school to go to Pepperdine and never oh, left. Okay, cool. And and so they they ended up. Yeah, my mom followed followed my aunt, and and my aunt, uh, my uncle, my aunt's husband is the one that taught me how to play piano. Oh wow! Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's a nice little history thing because it's like people like you know like Gainesville's like really there's not too many people that are from Gainesville. You know, but because it's like a transient, well, Tom, right? it's a transient town, you know, it's a college town. So it's like people just kind of pass through here before they go out to California or to New York, usually, you know, before they leave Florida. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and but the funniest part is, is most people that are from 
that I know that are from Florida or grew up in Florida, their families were originally from up north anyways, and they all ended up moving back to north. You know, it's, doesn't, it's kind of funny. My family's originally from New Hampshire, and I don't know how I ended up in Florida, but <laughs> it's just one of those things. But uh, so, I, I do that winter. <laughs> huh? What's that? That winter. Yeah, the winter definitely did it for sure. Yeah, it's a nasty one up there for sure. Not good. But uh, so you guys, um, are you guys planning on um, doing, I, I guess you'd be planning on doing a tour after the record's out? Yeah. Well, we're going out with George Clinton uh, uh, for the rest of the year. We're playing with oh, Parliament Punkzilla. Awesome. That's wow. We just we were there were some Florida dates, but I guess they just didn't um, happen. Nobody. I didn't see anything really pushed here for it at all. <laughs> that's yeah. why. That's why I kind of hate about Florida when it comes to some like you can uh, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to say anything. I know. <laughs> you know, even even in the, my little college blue circle, it's, it's still a very small circle. <laughs> you know, but uh. So I mean, you know, the thing about societies is that people fear what they don't understand. Which they the, hate what they don't. Yeah. Understand, yeah. And they right. don't want to grow outside of that bubble. Because if they start to understand it, they may unlock something that they're scared of about themselves. And generally, it's being honest with yourself. No, that's true. No, that's, that's that's nothing but truth right there. That's truth to words. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, that is very Billy true. Ray might wake up one morning and be like, I didn't want nobody to know, but I think black women are beautiful. Yeah, they are, dog. And, yeah, it's and, all good. And, Everything and is fine. So, and, and, that's funny. <laughs> you know, everybody that's Arab does not want to steal your culture from you exactly. or destroy you. Exactly. That's, that's, you know, that's some guy that tells you that shit because know, right? he needs your vote so he can have power and get more shit and control you. Control you. Well, see, that's what that's see. That's the thing. That's I mean, it's I haven't spoken. I think the whole, whole society is suffering from like some version of Munchausen. Seriously, you know, it's like, like, it's, like a, it's like a, a the, the shortest memories you know, in the world. Like mad, mad hypnosis. Seriously, it's really, but it's like, why is it that it's so funny though? But it's like the so many artists and musicians and comedians can see it, and we talk about it, and we write songs about it. And we and we, we 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 share it with people, and yet the people are still that way, you know. Like they they still consume the truth that's given to them, but they somehow the untruth is what seems to stick for some reason. Because it's, it's scary. Yeah. I mean, you know, you 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 go to some place. I don't know, North Dakota. Right. Whatever. You know, they. I hate gay people. You know, all yeah. that. It's like, it's like that that uh, that congressman that was, you know, that wanted to do, you know, that believed in conversion therapy. Oh Meanwhile, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's playing pussy up under the guy in the stall next to him <laughs> on the layover. It's just yeah. like, come on, man. 
Well, see, that's, I mean... You find the most, whoever the most repressed people are, are those that want to repress, got some of the darkest darkest shit going on inside them. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. You guys said... It would scare Adolf Hitler. That's what you guys... (laughs) That's what I'm saying. You guys said that on your album. That album you put out was serve you know, like that whole album, you guys were talking about American society and the war machine and, and what it was doing yeah. and we how everyone was being bamboozled by the system, no matter who you were, because if you weren't wealthy, you weren't gonna you weren't gonna get your your you you're paying for the wealth. Is what yeah. is what we're doing. And you and you told us that. See that's why that's that's one of the things like that that's why that it's you guys made such an impact is because the things that you told me in song, I went out and I read, and I became and I went and I went and got a sociology degree, and you know it's like I researched these things that you guys talked about and I found out the truth of the world. The, like holy holy shit. You know it's like yeah, and I was just like I was like. I, and I had a feeling you were right. That's what that's what pulled me into it. But it was like some people just don't take the time to remember history. All you got to do is go back a hundred years and look at everything in history that this country has done, and we're doing the same thing now, just in a different way. And they're hiding it under different words and and different presets and all this other stuff. And they're not really. It's they're regurgitating. They're they're unoriginal. It's not. There's, there's no there there, <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. Well, you know, like Bob Dylan said, <laughs> you may serve the devil, you may serve the Lord, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, you always this, yeah. You gotta answer and, something. <laughs> so, in the next. Um, and unfortunately. And that, uh, and unfortunately, we built a. I say that to say this is like we built in a, a you know, a society. The, the super intelligent and those aware that understand how to manipulate the money market and you know what I mean. Yes, sir. Politicians. Yep. These aren't. These aren't. Um. These aren't unintelligent people. They're no. they're our best, our brightest. Yeah. We've just been, you know. You know, I think even within our 20s, because of what happened to African-American people, is is societal, the systemic thing that happened. Mm-hmm. It makes you, it makes you become, you know, for your, for your own survival, politically aware. Yes, of course. And I... For sort of cultural survival. So, you, 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 you see the world for what it is. It doesn't yeah. make it a bad place. Right. But when, I think since, since, since Reagan was in office... They've been, you know, that part of the Republican Party, that part of that old white establishment wealth has been building this underclass of people that they count on to be ignorant. They Mm -hmm. count on to live, to to be manipulated by fear. Yep. And, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, and that's where, and that's where we are right now. Yeah. Did you see, did you see this did you uh, did you see this coming twenty years ago? Did, did you like? Did you? Well, I mean, I think I think yeah, of course. I uh, mean, to be honest with you, man, I think it's part of what you know. 
I mean, you know, it's 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 a bit of you know prophesied, right? A little bit, not just all biblical about right. it, and, but you know, um, yeah, I think you know, you know, whatever higher power, whatever you believe in, that uh, you know, the greater spiritual awareness speaks through us, right? As society. And, uh, you know, we were, you know, when you're younger and you're creative and you feel like you have an obligation to speak out, you, you know, that's we were just speaking that truth. Right. But, yeah, of course we thought. And then what happens as you get older, you become just, you know, I mean, I would say so much of Fishbone, we just left it all so on the line, so raw and so uncompromising. That um, you know, it can make it make it can it can damn you. It can make you a bit jaded as well. Right. Do, so, did you become yeah. jaded? I mean, did you mm -hmm. did you go through a jaded time period? Absolutely. I think me quitting the band was part of that. Really? You know? Oh, absolutely. Wow. It's you know somewhere you get caught up in your own ego and what you feel you deserve and all that kind of stuff. It's just like it's normal for any artist. Right. No, for sure. We're human. You know, not, yeah, we're human. It's just like some part of you wants to be, especially somebody creative, you're always battling with some sort of shit that happened to you. Or, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You, you, know, you know, it's some sort of, it's some sort of, you know, duality about all that. Yeah, for sure. So, you know. Are you there? Yeah, I am. Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm switching to my phones again. You got it. Okay. Um, you know, you're just kind of trapped in that whole fucking thing, like, you know, I even stopped doing, you know, I stopped doing music for like 10 years. Wow. I mean, I played, but I just, at a certain point, I just became so like, because, you know, people don't understand about like somebody that's a musician or an artist, right. it can be, it can be like all consuming. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, I, I was, I was um, having this conversation with um, Roger Revis from the Agalite. He was just like, yeah. You know, it's like that Duke Ellington book, Music is My Mission. Yeah. No. It's gonna be so. It's gonna. It's. It's gonna. It, they. We. It's. It's always. It's always fifty nine sixty one vote. It's been that way for the last. I don't know. Five or six times we voted. It's always been one. One off. Um. Hold on a second. You um. High guard. You have one. But that don't stop me. Oh, 
Well, yeah, man. But, you know, it is. I'm going to tell you something. I mean, I think it's legal. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't give a shit if Florida doesn't think it's legal, so. Folks, that's the first time you've heard it on a powwow with Bob's. A legal, a legal buy of of really good marijuana in California with Christopher. Well, I mean, I'm gonna just have to put it out there and say the best weed in the world. I bet you it is. We get we get oh, all yeah. we get all of your uh, we get all of the uh, we've been getting the uh, vape pen cartridges from California lately. We get a lot of stuff from over there. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. It's funny. you know it's so funny. Florida, you, it, my I have an aunt who was a police officer and she smoked pot. Exactly. It's like everyone that's I the knew. Thing, that's the thing. It's like it's like look. It's like look. What about they killed those those um. You know the the killing in that gay nightclub. Yeah. Right. Oh, because you don't have anybody that's gay in your family. It's like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, who you fooling? Yeah. Yeah, Florida. Florida. I, I got a I got a cousin that that fucking uh voted for Trump. It's like, oh my god, you don't even know my family's like, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> it's a bit. I'm telling you, my family is like. We don't know what we're gonna do. We're gonna disown this motherfucker. Wow. See, it's like, like I'm, really, I'm the oh, one. You know, it's a real thing. Yeah. Well, I got disowned by my family pretty much because of all this. I haven't spoken to my mom or my dad in five years because of the whole Obama. You know, all the poli- well, pretty much because I've been. A, they've been pissed off my whole life because I got into punk rock music and shit, and I moved and I wanted to be a musician, and they told me because I moved to Gainesville that. I became fucked up in the head, and uh, and I, my wife, my wife. All because you moved to a college town, and and I opened, think. yeah, I opened up my mind, yeah. <laughs> well, How dare you? Well, How well, the, dare you try to improve on what is already perfect? Uh, well, see, the problem <laughs> is, is I also had this issue with I never really dated white girls, and that would always. Uh. That would always be a problem because my parents would still be racist to them around me. And my wife is Japanese, and uh, me and my wife were visiting them one Christmas, and they wouldn't stop making uh, Asian jokes. And finally I was like, wow. oh. and it came to a head, of course. And, yeah, uh, that's your, that's your wife. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, if you, you know, like, I don't, yeah. if you're racist. I, I dealt with the same thing with, with my family. You know, it's I like. I stopped talking to my, to my cousin for years because she was like, you know. And, 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 and look, right, you know, rightfully so. So, you know, y'all have how, um, you know, people say that, uh, you know, there are some racist black people. There are some racist black people. Right. And it comes. It comes from my anger. Can 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 I ask you a quick that, question that, about that? Mm-hmm. Wait, do you can okay? Because this is a this is something that I get in a de, not a debate, but I like to discuss this with people. Do you find is it more of a is it that black people are prejudiced and bigoted without being racist because of historical because racism they say or the you know people who write books say that racism to be a racist is someone who holds a political and judicial power over a group of people because okay. of race come on but that i, well, I mean that's, that's just an that's idea that's I, i'm just and, i'm just and every african-american needs to just move the fuck out of the united states right period. so so it is if possible you if you didn't heal if, if you know come on if they, if, if you know it's just like it's literally like asking a human being to be to accept living without a certain right. a basic level right. of, of human right. human dignity. Okay, so 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 a black person definitely and, and, can, and, can, and, can, and you are you you're gonna be okay with that, right? What's that? So you're not. You know what I mean? it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be okay for you, you know, as a people. <laughs> I mean, anybody. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like anybody, because I, because I don't ever, because I, like, I, I always, you know, like, can you? I mean, think about the, think about the balls that somebody literally has to have to tell you that I want you to live with a certain amount of um, repression. Right. Because I'm uncomfortable right. with who you could evolve into as a human being. Which is crazy to it me. Could, it could potentially surpass me. Right. And I can't, so I, therefore I can't accept that. Yeah. It's just like, what? Yeah. Because I, I don't understand like, the racism who, who at all. Because I don't understand racism and I don't understand when people, if someone's... I never understood it because I saw it growing up so much and it always made me feel so uncomfortable as a little kid because I would watch my grandfather mistreat people of other races like like it was no big deal. And, and I never got it. And I was like, I never understood why people would dislike anybody for any reason. And it's just, it's not in my mindset. I get... Well, here, let, let me, let me, let me, let me put it to you like this. What I don't understand, yeah, mostly, is why, yeah, um, um, white men, right? Yeah, um, poor white men, uh huh, would fall into this sort of idea based on just like. Ignorance, right? Like purely based on ignorance, that you would feel that that is something that is general, generationally acceptable for just the growth of your your own, if, even if it's your own family, right? 
Like, how do you feel like that is a sustainable thing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, it's for like sure. On, <laughs> on just a basic, like, just intelligent. Yeah. It doesn't make, it doesn't, it doesn't. It just doesn't, it just, it's it just not intelligent. Because I, because I. To believe that shit. Yeah, it just, I feel. You it know makes, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's. Well, I think you guys have proved that so many times with your music as well. I mean, you guys, I mean, you guys hit that, those, those subjects as well, you know, like it's, and, and that's luckily I have cleared myself or kind of gotten rid of all the negative surroundings of any sort of like negative stuff when it comes to politics or other people, you know what I mean? Like I just, uh, my wife calls it playing in the mud with the pigs because I used to be, I used to get in arguments with these political arguments with conservative people or, or these like proud boy guys or these racists, you know, uh, you know, I just, because that, those people piss me off and I back in the eighties, we used to have to fight against the skinheads or they beat us up. If you went to a punk show. And people don't understand that nowadays. Like used to get jumped. Well, the, even 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 the even the people that are like, you know, racist. Yeah. Um. Like you know. You know, you look at what's his name, Gore. Gor, you know, do you think actually English people like this is this white Anglo-Saxon Protestant thing that right. you think is going on in 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 Europe? Right. No. That's a very that's a very small Yeah. part part of that population that well, thinks that way. That's what this is. We what... have <laughs> we have allowed it to become greater and give it a greater voice than it actually is. Thank you. See, that's what I'm saying. People don't realize that the this this is the largest population of white people on the planet is just in America. The rest of the world does not look like this. We we nope. we, we purposely made it this way. <laughs> you know, like it's fucked up. Well, the like, other it's thing like... too, man, is that we don't, um... <laughs> and we don't teach people in school that either. <laughs> we don't, um, <laughs> we, motherfuckers aren't living in reality, dog. I mean, <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It's just like, it's just like, like are you for real? Do you think that you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, in the United States alone, it's like, what do you think? Like, all of a sudden, it, you're, it's going to reverse back to, like, what, apartheid? Or, yeah, nope. <laughs> like, like I, I wanted to post the other day, and I didn't get to do it, but they had the Nipsey Hustle funeral here. Yeah. It's like, and you look at all these, like, the black, Latin, you know, people in, in Los Angeles, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happened here yeah. racially. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Los Angeles, it, it's, in, it, you know, between the Rodney King thing. Yep. You know, and, and, and just everything that happened. Well, I watched, I actually watched a couple of documentaries that talked about the police force and who used to run it. And supposedly the guy back in the 60s, 50s, 60s, and 70s was technically a Klansman, you know, like, and that was the L.A. police chief, you know, like, they've always had that city, they, and then they talked about how they redlined the city and made and set up the city in a way where people, where gangs would end up fighting 
so there would be crime. It was like a whole socially engineered oh. kind of thing, I guess you would say. <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it was a social. It was socially engineered, <laughs> and at a certain point, you know, the, I'll tell you the big thing that changed it is like, um, you know, me, us getting bus to San Fernando Valley. Oh wow! Right. What year was that? You know, 78, 79. Okay. You know? That's when they started busing in my in Sarasota where I grew up. Right, right, right. At that same time. And everybody's t- like, nobody's going to do shit. What the fuck? I know, right? <laughs> We're just going to school. You know, we just want to, you know, access to better education. Yeah. It's just like, don't make it more complicated. So, but, like, you know, was that... And then, you know, and if it's a couple of football stars, then all the better for us, you know? <laughs> yeah. So was that, was that a, was that a stroke? When, did you get a lot of shit when you first started getting busted? Did people really fuck with you super hard when you started going to the other schools? Well, not at our school. There were some families that came out and tried to protest in Woodland Hills at first. Right. But then, you know, unfortunately for them, you know, my aunt was already a school teacher. Oh, wow. And and had been teaching for about 10 years at that point. Right, right. My mom was like 12 or 13. She had been teaching for like 10 years. So, you know, she knew what she was, you know, my family like. Yeah. You know, I got an uncle that's a professor in the University of Arkansas. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> you know. I, no one in my family is a professor anywhere. <laughs> yeah, ministers, ministers and educators, you know, they either in <laughs> theology or in... <laughs> I th- th- I th- so my th- aunt was, a, was sort of aware of what the backlash would be. So my mom was just like... yeah. I'm driving. I, I'm driving. I'm literally driving you to the valley. Oh wow! To school, right? Kind of. If it, you know, and if anything gets well, weird, well, because even um, if, was it? I'll have blah blah come and pick you up, and you know, it's just like right. it was. You know, it was a plan in place for me, but I can't say that everybody had that. Yeah. But, well, I mean, that's you know, that's, a lot of families that's awesome. were there dealing with it in real time. Like, yeah, what? I couldn't imagine. Like, I, I just, yeah. Because that time to me seemed, especially in the late 70s, I don't even understand why, whatever. Like, that was such a such a weird time period. I mean, what, Carter was in office, but yet people were still kind of super, uh, super, super uh, conservative and very, it was really weird time back then. Because <laughs> I, I remember when punk rock came out, when I first heard my first punk album in like 1981, I was, I was like, I was 10 and I was like, all right, this is my shit. You know, like I knew right then these were my people. They, they, they thought like I thought I, I knew this at the age of 10. I didn't know I wanted to be a musician or artist cause I didn't quite understand it because that was never artistry was never pushed for me. Like I want, I was a drawer and I wanted to be an artist, but my family didn't really support it cause they, they said that people like us didn't do art and I didn't know I never understood what that meant but they they never really pushed it like when I asked for instruments they wouldn't 
They, you know, it was they were never into the idea. So, uh, people just don't do no art. Yeah, pretty much. They just wanted to work in the mine. That's what they wanted me to do. <laughs> no, that's it exactly. That's exactly it. That's a hundred percent it. They wanted me to get a just a working class job and rent a trailer and you know and have a four you know four by four truck you know like yeah exactly <laughs> you know the funniest part i didn't follow their plan i ended up marrying lucky enough to marry a beautiful japanese woman who's an anthropologist who's got an anthropology degree a computer networking degree uh and she paid for our house she works for the state i mean she's an amazing woman and I, I lucked out. Punk music, your music, punk rock, and me leaving Sarasota were the greatest things to ever happen for me while I lived in Sarasota. Like, you know what I mean? Like, me getting out of there and coming here and just being introduced to all the stuff. I mean, like I said, I'm bringing it back around to you guys again, saying, like, you guys had such a big effect on me and helped me. Well, I'm glad, man. As, a, as a, just a human, as an artist... And 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 you guys, I'm glad you're working on a new album. How long did you say you guys think that, that might be before that might be out? Probably a year or something. Buddy, probably. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I know how long my friends usually just, take to get their pray albums for out. Me. Pray, pray, pray for me. That's, <laughs> okay. all you, that's all you can do. Let's just hope. Let's just hope quicker than later or sooner than later. No, you know, yeah, it's happening sooner than later, but, you know, it's a process, bro. Always, always. It's, always. It's just, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of time, a lot of life experience stuff happened. And, Definitely. And, uh, you know, like I said, I stopped doing music for like 10 years. Then, then this rebuilding, kind of becoming a musician again in a lot right. of ways. Right. And how long you is know, that, how long what has that process been like since you've been back to trying to, to 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 try to get back to that place that you were before? Oh, it's 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 an everyday thing, right? Because you know we played it, we play it. There's a certain point where the music thing becomes transcendental, right? Where you're not even thinking about it. Yeah, it just happens. Yep. It's just happening. Yeah. And it's just coming through you. And that's, that's a, when you lose that, you know, it's hard to get back to that, what that is. Right. Oh, wow. And it just takes. What would you call that? Time. What would you call that? What would you call that um, mind space? I don't know, man. It, 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 it's something that's intangible. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah, it's like but it's like an unexplained universal thing. You can't. It's it's unexplainable, for sure. One, well, yeah. I'm glad you came back. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. You know, me too. I am because you know the the thing is is like <laughs> the thing is is like you have to um. You know, it's like it, it's hard when you when you leave something. It's like you know, I'm angry for various reasons, right. and I think a lot of it. I look at it now, and it's just like that was that entire thing was born out of creative frustration. Right. 
then you have to get to the point where you have to be honest with yourself and be like, um, who am I doing this for? You know? Right. And then you realize that it's a blessing if you even are lucky enough to touch one person. Right. Right. Did you... Uh, so that's how I look at it, man. Yeah, really. yeah. Did you, uh... Did you, at your age now, or looking back, when you were younger, when you guys were first starting out, did you think you would mm-hmm. you would be here still doing this, doing the same exact thing? Was that, like, was you, like, was that part of your plan originally? No. No. Wow. I thought, I mean, I thought I'd be doing it, but I thought I'd be like, you know, I thought I would like, you know, have my own label or some shit at this point and right. be kind of helping other, and be more in a position to help other artists find their voice. Right. Um, not like, you know, trying to make a living at it. And I, you know, I thought, I, you know, I'd have my, as, as they say, I'd have my chips by now. Yeah. Right. No, right. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, it, it just, you know, you know, but some people, you know, and, and I had this conversation with Daryl Jennifer, you know, from Bad Brains a bunch yeah. of times, and, came, and he's like, you know, hey, man, you know, if we'd have blah, 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 this and that, we might be dead right now. Yep. Because we just went so crazy with all that fucking money. True. Because it's like that Mike, hang on one second, man. You hold, hold on one second. No, you good. Wow. I got a lot of the last half an hour is a lot clearer, thankfully. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And I again thank Chris for doing this so much. He's a uh, he's a great guy for even taking the time to do this. I'm enjoying the fact that he was getting his car washed and everything. It's really it's a uh, it's it's. One of my heroes living just doing his normal life, going to a car wash and then going to a pot dispensary. <laughs> uh, and then bad Bluetooth. A lot of bad Bluetooth interaction. But it was okay. I love this. It's great. This is one of the best <laughs> interviews I've ever had. <laughs> so fun. All my producers are passed out of sleep. Hey, man. Hey, hey. Hey, um, where were we? Oh, you were, we were, you were just talking about, I think we were, oh, shoot, where where were we at? Let me, uh, let me go back to, uh, I think we were, we were just saying, you were just saying that, uh, oh, shoot, there went my ADD. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Yeah, hey, one more second, man, let me, I got, I got. Pause the interview real quick. I got to put some put some air in my tire. Hold you, on a you're second. good. You're good. <laughs> Not a problem, man. <laughs> That's funny. I don't need to put I don't need to put it on pause. You know I can talk to you guys. I hope you guys are doing good today, by the way. And uh, thanks for you know listening to the show. Um, t- I'm actually doing this on Saturday, not on a Monday night, right before I the end, oddly enough. But uh, yeah, the conversations, 
the con- oh I know where we're at where the conversations I just see that's why I had to keep talking so I can remember where the conversation was we, we were aha there we go I know where the conversation was and I'll bring it back around it was about him talking to the bad brains guy He's putting air in his tires. This is the music introduction. Not introduction. This is what would this be called? This is uh, the what's the in between thing? Interlude, intermission. <laughs> wow. Enter dummy Sandman Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. I think. Yes. I think so. Yep. Here whistling. Is it? Is it? Maybe? Five, four, three, two. Yo. Yes, I remembered where we were at. You were just... I had asked you about, did you picture yourself being here when you were younger, and then you said you were discussing with the gentleman from Bad Brains about you guys would probably not be here if you'd gotten all that money and stuff back then, and we were kind of yeah, talking man. about that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, man. I feel like, you know, there's a path laid before you in, in life. You know, some of us get blessed and are lucky enough to do this. Yep. You know, some of us do die doing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, you know, some of it is like you know, some some you know somebody you know that variation of the Chinese uh, uh, proverb. You know, be careful what you wish for; it might happen, kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like all that kind of shit runs through my mind. I'm like, damn. Yeah. So, so you're, so you, you're very, you like, you're definitely someone. You, you seem like a very deep and thoughtful person, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, th- that seems to be a very common thing amongst artists. Um, not gonna keep you too much longer. I again, I appreciate you doing this so much. Uh. I know you got stuff to do, but what? what? Oh no, man! I'm 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 enjoying talking to you. Oh, awesome! Great, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. It, this is this has been an amazing thing for me. It's uh, like I said, I while you were airing your tire, I was explaining to them, the listeners, and uh, how much I this has probably been. I've I've enjoyed this so much because it's it has so many it's had so many things that have happened during it. So it's very it's it's amazing. And you're kind of taking me on a journey with you on your day, kind of in a way. So I feel kind of, I, I kind of, I kind of feel lucky. Like I'm like actually getting to hang out with you in a way. Uh, but, but uh, as 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 um, what was your what was I gonna say? Shoot, I was on a tangent and then I stopped myself and thought, what was your What was the first song that you wrote f- for the band that you knew was going to be something that was going to grab 
people was there was there did you when you wrote songs when you wrote when you write them that that's kind of where i'm going when you write the songs that you write and have do them and perform them do you know do you feel the the no you know what i mean does your heart know that you're gonna touch people like when you're writing it like do you feel that emotion like do you do you know like it's gonna come across the way that you're writing it um i hope so Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it, yeah. It, you know, it's kind of like making food for somebody, right. you know? You know, some people are arrogant enough to think like, oh, well, I love mint. Right. So, they'll love mint too. Right. Like, <laughs> right. You know, some, 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 you right. know, person made, oh, the smell of mint just, you know, it makes them start throwing up. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, no, for sure. Just, you know, it's like, and some people can just like, oh, I slipped mint in that dish. And yeah. Then the person's like, oh my God, for the first <laughs> time in my life, I never had an allergic reaction. Yeah, right. How do you do that? <laughs> right. And that's, you know, that, that's kind of the, the song ideally, I think, we're all kind of shooting for. Yeah. It's something that touches each each person on a universal way. Yeah. And then sometimes the writer's not even like that. They just happen to be lucky enough to be able to talk about stuff and they're complete, you know, narcissistic asshole that's just been right. blessed with this gift to be able to <laughs> right. transport people somewhere. And you know what I mean? No, for sure. For that's, sure. The, that's the complicated thing about music, man. It's just, it's so, you know, we all get ready to call it one thing and then, oh, Bob, Bob you were wrong. Sorry. Yeah, right. Do you feel? Just, you know. Do you feel so you I just guys? Hope that, that, oh, I'm that, that I'm in a position to touch people. Yeah. Do you feel? Uh, do you feel you guys are a specific genre of music, or you just feel you guys play whatever you feel like playing, and you don't feel like being put in a box, and you just want to be fishbone? Um, I think we just. No, you did. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's its own entity. I mean, it was rock music. Definitely was based in rock music. Yeah. But I, it's like I always felt uncomfortable to try to explain to somebody. I could say, like, some of their songs go, you know, like I play music for them. And they're like, well, they play this here and they play this here. So it was definitely a specific genre. But I just always felt uncomfortable trying to, like, put it in a box, you know, like trying to explain it. I was just like it's a fucking awesome band you need to listen to these bands and like you know like and and let let the individual decide what it means to them I guess mm-hmm. you know that's what all I mean? you can do really as an artist right yeah no yeah so what is your what is your one of your uh did you play so you definitely were at the Lollapalooza shows in the in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. So you played the one in Orlando then, I'm imagining. Yes. Yeah, must have. Yes, because uh, I remember because that was the first time I saw you guys live, and 
and I, you guys, your show, I mean, and I actually have gone back and looked through all your stuff. I even went and saw, watched the old clip of you guys on Soul Train. You guys have always, no matter what, and no matter what condition it always seemed to be, where you played at, you were always able to put off so much energy and and so much um, just, like, I've looked back and looked at the old Lollapalooza videos and just watched the crowd and how they were moving and while you guys were playing. And it was just like, and it, it just is one of those things like you were talking about, like having that being lucky enough to have an effect. But like, it's like you guys had that a bit and still do have this ability to, to grab people's minds and hearts and pull, pull them into your world. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're taking us somewhere that most of us don't get to, or, or maybe never get to live or be around or see. And it's a very, an important thing. I think, I think, I don't think a lot of, Musicians realize that that, or even maybe they do sometimes. But it's like you're grabbing tens of thousands of people and you're pulling them into your world and you're sharing your your inner selves with them. And it, it's like that's the one thing that you know, talking about we're all humans. That's like a big human moment there, like where we're one big organism and we're all sharing this organic moment of of this of this music. And it's just such a you guys are, yeah, you're organic. That's, I guess that's kind of what I'm, you have this organic ability to just or make everybody become one organism, I guess you would say. And, and it seems to be a really, not a common thing for a lot of bands to be able to do. Or not that I've seen. There's not very many that grab me that way. And, uh, and you guys do so well. And, and it, what is, what was what was what was your pre what was your work ethic like prior to like even playing your first shows like did you guys spend like thousands of hours in the in in the, someone's garage I mean like what did you guys do like what was your work what what did you do before you built up to what your first show like what was it like because I'm wondering where the if like when you first got together and you sat down and like you guys first hit your first notes if you're like holy shit this is gonna affect some people. You know, the first couple rehearsals were at my mom's, and then we grab we gravitated to uh, to Norwood and Fish's house. And from the time we were like thirteen till we were like seventeen years old, for four solid years, we just after school played. Damn. From three o'clock till about. Seven or eight o'clock at night. Holy cow! In an apartment complex. <laughs> How'd the neighbors like that? <laughs> well, the neighbors supported it because we were some kids that went out gangbanging. Oh, true. Right. I got gotcha. you. Okay. You know, they they or, saw the positivity you know, in it. No, that's cool. No, that's amazing. Like, see, that's the thing. Those are the stories that I like to hear and share with people to talk, you know, like to let people know. It's like when you, you could start, you could, don't ever, if you feel like you're, to those, to those listening out there, 
If you ever want to start a band, don't let anybody ever tell you not to start a band. Don't let everybody say you can't be a musician. If you, it, you could practice in a hotel, you know, like you could practice anywhere. It's like you can make it happen. Don't ever be afraid to to show show your artistry and be a, be an artist. You know, like these. You guys spent four years doing this, so that just shows. Wow, that's yeah. Amazing. We wanted it at a very young age because we knew that's what we wanted to do. That's <sighs> why we got signed. Like that's why we got signed a year out of high school. Wow, that's right. That's you insane. Know? That's just like the work ethic behind that is. <laughs> I, I mean, I like I said, living in Gainesville, there aren't too many bands in this town that have that same type of work ethic, unfortunately. But uh, so it's unfortunate also <laughs> that you know. We live, you know, we live in a society, especially in the United States. Now, it's like, think about it. Yeah. The average person cannot afford a $500 emergency. Yeah, you're right. Well, at least in the past, it was like, you know, people, you know, people had enough money to buy their kid a guitar or right. whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what hip hop was kind of born out of lack of, you know, lack of, lack of uh, possibility. Yeah, you know, and means. Yeah, yeah. Mostly, you yeah, know, yeah. like your mom may want to buy you a Gibson guitar or something because she sees you have a, have a talent, but it didn't uh, it didn't work out that way. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah. So, you know, we were lucky, um, and we just, you know, we were tenacious, and still are. See, that's the thing, too. You got, you, you, the ability to know that you were lucky, you know, that, that's, that right there shows, you know, like, that's real, you know, to be honest enough to say we were lucky, even though we worked hard, we were lucky, you know, like. Lucky as fuck, yeah, man. yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you guys did a lot of. You guys have done a lot of shit. I like this. The 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 all the stuff I've been watching is just like there's so much stuff on YouTube, of you know throughout from back in the day up to now of everything you guys do. So it's like, it's like you guys seem to be nonstop for sure. <laughs> Definitely now too for sure. Uh, it seems. And. Uh, so on that note, is there are there any other uh, are there any other things that you uh, got going on besides Fishbone like uh, that you would like to share with the listeners? I'm, uh, you know, I'm work, I'm, work, I'm always working on other projects and stuff, but you know, I'm working on a project with uh, with uh, Roger Eager, um from the Agalite. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, uh, are you going to put that up on uh, like uh, Spotify or iTunes? Are these going to be things you're going to be? Uh, um, um, hang on one second. No problem. Um. Yeah. No. Actually, what we're going to do is um, we're going to put up a um, a um. A, um we're gonna do a, a limited um, amount of vinyl. Oh, awesome! 
I guess our final run. Um, if you, you know, Roger Re- no Roger Reeves from the Acolytes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on Instagram and just kind of follow it. We're calling the band the First Cuts. Okay. But it's just like a, you know, it's just it's a bunch of releases you want to do, kind of like you know, something you have to follow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, my my you know my main focus is fishbone at all times. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. That's just no, you and and I'm glad. Like I said, like I'm glad you came back, and I mean, I, I'm glad you guys are a band. I'm glad you guys met. I'm glad you guys spent four years busting your asses, practicing every day, so you could go out there and uh, you know share share something with 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 the people, and and uh, hopefully you know reach reach a couple kids, you know, and and yeah, that's the idea, man. You know? I think you know a lot of it was thank you, a lot of it was born out of um, that. You know, when we were kids, we didn't see anybody that looked like that. Right. <laughs> no, exactly. You know, and if they did, it was like Luther Vandross or some shit. Right. It was just like, I don't relate to this shit at all. Right. You know, I'm not knocking it. Yeah. I'm just saying that shit ain't me. You're right. No, for sure. No, no, no. It's not. No. <laughs> no, totally different sounds. Totally different sounds. <laughs> but man, no, Christopher. Yeah, man. No shit. But man, um, this is my longest podcast I've ever done, and I'm actually gonna let you go. I thank you so much for taking the time to talk Thanks to for me. Having me. Oh man, please. It, it's it's it's. Again, it's it was uh, it was man like it's so funny when I started doing this podcast. My wife was like, "Well, who do you want to talk to? You know what type? What, you know like what kind of podcast?" And I was like, "Well, I want, since I was a roadie and I played music and I wanted to do something about art and music." And she's like, "Well, right. who do you want to talk to?" And I was like, "Whoever will talk to me, I guess." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you know? Like, how do you know what you you know when you start a podcast? But then right. I just, you know, lo- from being a roadie with some bands, I ended up meeting people and I know them. And then luckily I reach out and somebody, t- you know, says something to me about something. And I was talking about Fishbone one day to somebody and they were like, well, won't you ask them to be on your show? And I was like, I don't think they'd ever be on my show because, I'm, you know, I mean, it's just a podcast from Gainesville, Florida. You know, like you never know because people are so busy. But you you took the time to do it, and again, like I said, it, uh, man, it's it, it means the world to me. And uh, I'm glad I'll be able to introduce you to new listeners. Uh, I'm gonna push this on all the young people that listen who haven't heard of you guys so hard, because like I keep telling them, I was like, you gotta check these guys out, and and uh, just keep you know pushing the message about you guys and. And the effect that you can uh, have on people, and because of your artistry and your ability, and uh, and I just want to thank you for all that. And uh, again, thank you for taking the time and taking me with you through your car wash and through the dispensary. <laughs> through the dispensary. Well, thank you for your patience with oh. dealing with me, man. Oh I man, it was that. no man. And going through the dispensary, that was fun. I got to experience that. That was awesome. 
Now I know what to do when I walk into one when I come to California. <laughs> exactly. So thanks for that lesson. And uh, is there anything else you would like to say to the listeners before uh, we say goodbye? Um, just, you know, uh, check out Fishbone. All right. You know, and other music that, uh, you know, I would say keep an open mind and all things in life. Yeah. Awesome. You know, Yes, sir. Because if you're prejudiced about something that, you know, life is going to make you deal with that. No, you're right. You're right. Again, thank or you. Or not, or you, know, you can just be, <laughs> you know, stay ignorant. And, and, mis- ignorant. and, that's, and that's, not, that's not living a full life. No, man, ignorant people are miserable, bro. <laughs> They're very that's miserable. Not, that's not living a full life at all. Man. You got to live life. You know, far be it for me to tell somebody, about you know, you should do. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like speak enough about that in the music, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Just you know, I wish people would just you know, um, live. Yeah. Experience life. Yeah. It's like you know the average American thinks you know America's like the center of the universe, and it isn't. Yep, you're right. And I, you know, and I, you know, every, you know, it's like, despite what the average American thinks, it's like, you know, France and Italy and all those places, you know, Darfur, they love their country. They like their culture and the way they grew up. True, you're right. And I think a lot of, a lot of the reason why we're in this, this sort of conundrum politically as a country is because we live under this idea that everything we do is so great and it's just like you know related to what exactly <laughs> yeah exactly you know? what are you relating it to that's a good point <laughs> related to what ourselves because we're so great because <laughs> we're so you know we're yep. so self-centric it's it's the country that's of the ego country. it's a country of id <laughs> For sure. Yep. Awesome, man. Well, thanks Keep again for away. those words. Oh, no worries, man. And again, talking to you. you too. And uh, I'll I'll keep a lookout for you guys. And if you get, when you guys get done with the record and you go out on tour, if you come through Florida, I'll, I'll try to. I mean, I'll, I'll come to the show, but I'll hit you guys up and just you know. Yeah, I'll try to. Yeah, I'll expect you a follow up. I will, man. So we can talk. Talk some more. That'd be awesome, Chris. Thank you so much, man. It, it right. means a lot to me, man. And you have a beautiful night and peace and love to you and all your folks, okay? Okay, man. You too. All right, man. Take care. Peace, man. Peace. Holy shit. That was it, folks. My longest podcast ever. Christopher Gordon Dowd from Fishbone. Remember, check out Fishbone. I told you I'd do it. I did it. This is Pops from a powwow of Pops. And peace and love to Fishbone and Christopher Gordon Dowd. All right, guys. Have a great day. Bye.